My friends in Christ, we are introduced in our readings this weekend to the concept of a covenant. A covenant is an agreement, even a contract sometimes, between two parties. It could be a business contract. It could be an agreement between two nations for peace terms. One of the more common covenants we find in our culture today is the covenant of marriage, that a man and a woman make a covenant of love, an agreement to be faithful to each other and to bear fruit in the world. Very much like that covenant of marriage is what we find in our first reading this weekend, the book of Exodus. God is making a contract or an agreement, a covenant, with the people of Israel. And he sets the terms of that covenant, the Ten Commandments, by introducing it with the context. He says, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. And so when God found them, they were enslaved, they were oppressed. And God is saying, I I didn't want that for you. I wanted to rescue you and set you free. I wanted to give you a new beginning. And so now he says, I've given you these terms, the Ten Commandments. This is the way I want you to live so that I can be your God and you can be my people. And so we have the two parts of the Decalogue. Love of God in the first three commandments and love of neighbor in the last seven. And so God is saying, the the way I've loved you, I want you to love each other. And the great challenge, of course, to this covenant that God makes with Israel is that one of the parties is perfect and the other is not. Often, Israel will fail and fall into the sin of idolatry. Many times in the history of that nation, that will happen. Often, they will fail to love each other and to follow the Ten Commandments. And God could easily break that covenant, but he doesn't. Over and over again, time after time, he reaches out through the prophets and he calls them back into fidelity to that covenant relationship with him. One of the more beautiful expressions of that outreach happens in the book of the prophet Hosea. Hosea says, Israel was a child and I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. So remembering the very foundations of the covenant. He goes on to say, but he worshipped false idols. He fell away from the covenant of relationship that I established with him. But he continues and says, I led them with cords of compassion, with bands of love. I led them with cords of compassion, with bands of love, trying to draw them back in through mercy. And so it is in the gospel this weekend, we hear that Jesus makes a whip out of cords. And he drives out the money changers from the temple. 
to surprising scenes, shocking. And yet we know it's much more than just righteous anger that Jesus is driving them out with in that gospel scene. We hear him say later on, zeal for your house will consume me. The disciples will remember that. Zeal for your house will consume me. And so it's love for the Father that causes him to drive out the money changers, to purify that place that is a place of worship for all peoples, he says. And yet scripture scholars teach us he's doing much more than that. On a much deeper level, making a whip of cords, he drives out not just the money changers, he drives out the sheep and the oxen and says to those who are selling doves, take these out of here. He's cleansing the temple of all the animal sacrifices and preparing Israel for the one sacrifice that will restore their relationship with God forever. That he will offer his own body and blood as a sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins on the altar of the cross. He is the new covenant He is the new temple. He says, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And St. John the Evangelist says he was speaking of the temple of his body. He is the new temple. He is the new covenant. He is the one through whom we worship God. And the covenant is renewed with God dwelling in us the power of baptism, with God dwelling in us in the gift of the Eucharist, we can now live that covenant of love of God and neighbor like never before. In the Lenten season, God is challenging us, wherever we are in life today, to surrender ourselves more generously in love to him. would conclude the homily this weekend with the beautiful true story of St. Catherine Drexel. St. Catherine Drexel was a woman who was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the late 19th century and grew up in the early 20th century. She was a millionaires. She inherited millions of dollars from her father, who was a bank executive. And she used her money generously. She founded schools and missions to help the poor and the disenfranchised. And the story says that she was on a pilgrimage in the year 1886, trying to raise more funds, of course, for the schools and missions. And she had the opportunity to have an audience with Pope Leo XIII. And so with great boldness, she knelt down before him and said, Holy Father, I'm trying to raise money for the missions and for the poor in the United States, but I need you to send missionaries to teach them the gospel. Won't you send priests and nuns to go and feed them spiritually? And Pope Leo XIII said, I will. I am sending you. She was so overwhelmed, the people that were with her say that she was almost physically sick in the days that followed that encounter. 
that she felt our Lord was calling her to give up everything and to become a nun. And yet within three years, she had done precisely that. She founded her own religious order and brought the word of God to those who were poor and marginalized and in need. She reminds us that the Lord calls us to a deeper generosity, a deeper love, wherever we encounter him today. How is he challenging us in this Lenten season to love God and to love our neighbor, to recognize that he calls to us with cords of compassion, with bands of love, to increase within us that generosity of spirit that renews the face of the earth. <laughs>